0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we have a guest today, Pro Wrestler Savior. Eric. Eric's here also as, as well, like normal. Uh, How's it going? How you doing? I'm
1: good, I'm good. Happy to be here. Uh, thanks for having me on. Right. You're welcome. So, for
2: our fans and everybody who don't know who you are, can you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and the reason why uh, you're here?
1: So, uh, yeah, sure. My name is, uh, my real name is Jansen Blowns. Most people probably know me as Savior. If you're an, uh, an IPW fan. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm a pro wrestler out of the Muncie area, known as Savior. I go all over Indiana, though. Uh, actually, MPG, moneyweight champion right now. Four-corner title holder at IPW. Yeah, and just a lover of pro wrestling and I love to pro wrestle. So it's a so, living uh living out a dream. <laughs>
2: is that is that what got you started just being a uh, just being a fan, just loving wrestling?
1: Yeah, uh I probably was I mean, I've heard now, now that I'm in the business, everybody starts out as a mark, so it's like Yeah, I feel like I definitely was. I mean I got videos on my phone of I used to live with when I first graduated school I used to live with like three other guys and I got videos on my phone of us taking bumps on <laughs> mattresses and uh, going through cardboard tables and uh, yeah now that I look back and know how to do this stuff definitely was uh, that's why they say don't try this at home yeah but yeah that uh, I started as a mark and uh, I actually knew uh, Luke Savage from
3: mm-hmm.
2: Luke's a good friend of the show. Yep. yep we look, so we think real highly of Luke around here. He'll be on Wednesday. Yep. Yep.
1: Shout out Luke. Luke Savage. Uh but yeah, I knew Luke Savage, uh, from before we were both pro wrestlers. And uh one day uh I'd seen that uh, he had debuted so I got a hold of him and was like, Hey, uh, where are you being trained how are you being trained because i've looked and looked and i'd have to go way out of town to go get trained and i'm a working man so the college hard to do yeah so mm-hmm. i'm also a musician or a musician on the side so i got three three jobs basically <laughs> right and a girlfriend shout out my lovely uh so but yeah i knew luke and i got a hold of him and was like I was a musician, and I was actually about to quit my job and go on tour full-time, and COVID hit, and so I had to rethink what I was going to do, and so uh, it was like the wrestling gods presented the opportunity to me. Right place at the right time. Yeah, and so I got a hold of Luke, and I was like, listen, man, I will do anything like I will just come and set up the ring like as long as I can just see what's going on and he was like man if you want to train like we can get you in that week I went out to the first training center talked to uh talked to the guys around the training center out there I got in there started taking my bumps and then it was like uh it was like I just kind of took off with uh Luke and Dalton I mean I was trained under the Pitbull Training Academy, but I, I really say that, I mean, Luke and Dalton trained me. We we would literally go three, four times a week because there was no music, no nothing going on like that. And so we, uh, my free time, I had more free time than I was used to. So we were in the ring, I mean, three, four times a week and just put in that work. And they were having matches. And I was training. And then, uh, Luke is actually the one that broke me in the business, and so, and that was awesome. And then, uh, yeah, Dalton Love, shout out Dalton Love. I keep referencing to Dalton, but that's the Dalton Love.
2: Yeah, he he's got a huge amount of talent. Yeah, he, huge.
1: He, uh, funny story about Dalton, which that's just shows you how much of a mark I was. <laughs> I, when I seen their first match, Luke and Dalton, I thought this guy is an asshole. (laughs) I thought, I don't care about, I know, I know what goes on in this world. That dude's a, that dude's a dick. Well, he was doing his job then. Yeah. (laughs) And then, and then, and then I met Dalton at the first day of training and he, I I had to tell him to speak up. I was going to say, totally different person. Yeah. I was just like, I literally, I remember being in the ring, like, that's not the same guy. There's no way that's the same. I, I saw this guy flip a little kid off. In the like, there's no way that's the same guy. Wow. But no, they're uh, no, they're great guys, Luke and Dalton. Yeah, they, yeah, we uh, we all go at it in the ring, but outside the ring, they're great guys. Nothing but good things to say about them. Like I said, they. If it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at today. So. Shout out to you guys.
0: Uh, how long ago was it that you uh, broke into the business?
1: I've been in for right under a year, so I, I've not been in very long. But I, I, I really kind of feel like I just got like, I mean, I, I trained and I got trained in three months. They kind of ran me through a couple tests. Uh, that's another guy who I, I really want to give a shout out. Ace Mob, Notorious Thug. He, he is another guy that trained. I mean worked with us me Dalton and Luke and showed us a lot and so he kind of ran me through a couple tests to see if I was ready I remember it was and so I kind of started doing I had uh I kind of started teasing the character and I uh, they had started saying okay let's get an idea for your character and what you want to do and what you want to be and I've always been even when I was a kid I was always I hated scary movies, but Mm -hmm. I like, I loved Kane and Undertaker and Foley and all those guys were like, the guys I looked up to. And, uh, so that's kind of where, uh, savior was born. Uh, it's Kind of
2: like a melting pot of all of them and a little bit of your own
1: we, style thrown when in. We, when we got closed down, but I stopped working for like two days. I, I never really even stopped working. And on those two days, we, <laughs> me and my girlfriend sat and watched Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, what if you could have somebody with that type of personality, but just in like a dark way. Right. Just like, but just off the hinge like you never know what he's going to say half the time <laughs> he says stuff and you're like that don't even make any sense Why? what are you even talking about and then uh, so that's kind of where the, the initial idea I had and then I was like well you know I don't want to go flamboyant with it or nothing like that I can't act rip off straight Tiger King cause everybody <laughs> yeah. will know what I'm doing <laughs> so then I kind of thought about it and thought about it and brewed on it and kind of thought about like Ideology of like all these characters that I grew up loving, like McFoley and Taker and uh, old mankind, even like Cactus Jack. Mm-hmm. And then I'm a huge John Moxley fan. When I walked in here, John Moxley yeah. was on, and I was yeah. like, "All right, I'm, I'm, like, big I'm, I'm, I'm in the right Moxley. place." <laughs> I'm a big. Yeah, Moxley be, he's going to be in
2: Indianapolis on November 10th for his I, book signing.
1: Yeah, I, I, man. Yeah, I'm I, a big, I, big Moxley fan. That's Moxley's. I, I mean, I. I was a huge wrestling fan as a kid. Like I mean, I was obsessed from until probably probably right as I was going into seventh, eighth grade and then I was into sports and doing that and I kind of faded into that. And it was always like like wrestling. It was like to me it was always like a shock, like mm-hmm. what do you mean wrestling's not cool? Like I've always thought wrestling was cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I did that. too. Yeah. <laughs> And so uh, I kind of got away from it, and then WWE kind of got watered down. And then, but I'd heard like wind of like this Dean Ambrose guy, and Mm -hmm. so I like would look stuff up on YouTube. Sometimes I'd be like, "Oh yeah, this dude's cool." I saw him
0: back, and when he was still independent, and he was John Moxley before. Like I saw him like a month before he debuted in WWE. We saw him down in Indy. Brian Danielson was at that card too. Oh my God! That that was on a Saturday night, and he debuted. Debuted on Raw. It had been the second time. It was after he got fired the first time, when he came back a second time that Saturday before we saw him in Indianapolis at an independent show, because we didn't yeah. think he was going to show up because we heard he was on debut on Raw. We're like, well, he ain't going to be at that car. We got down there, he was there. Oh man,
1: see that even that makes me like him even more.
0: And he, Ambrose or uh, Moxley, yeah, I forget who he was wrestling, but they went out of the building and was out in the middle of the road in Indianapolis. with cars going down the street. The whole crowd followed him outside. Oh. And then, and then we've all followed them back. in. so, that was one of the best cards I'd ever seen. I think we paid like ten, twelve dollars to get in.
1: Me, my that dad, and my son. Awesome. That's why you should love independent wrestling. Exactly, right there. Yep. Like that is a perfect story. There. You get,
2: you feel it more. It's like, I mean, WWE, AEW, they're great. Yeah. You know, watch them; they're they're great. But you get, it's just a different feel at an independent show. Different environment. It's a it's different, different pl- environment. Like you, f- you're more close. Those you know. are the hardcore, real, true like wrestling fans that are going to go like to a random little place and watch, you know, people who aren't maybe not have a big name or who are just starting out, like, and go in there and love it, just like they're watching a WWE WrestleMania, you know? And
1: yeah, I remember being a kid and uh, like I was obsessed with wrestling. My dad would get WrestleMania every year. Uh, but it was when he took me to a show. I don't know what promotion it was. He doesn't remember either because I've asked him a million times. But he would take me down there, and it was in Chesterfield. And I feel like it almost was old school. I'd uh, be And...
0: In Chesterfield? Yeah. It was old school IPW, so I bet you was at that show. You want to take me down there? I went to two shows there in Chesterfield, and they were both the old school IPW.
1: Yeah, it had to be because there was casket matches, I remember. But I remember being like, I remember kind of being upset because I was like, man, none of my guys are going to be there. But then I got there, and it was like, I just remember the atmosphere, like in that little gym. But there was probably 50 people in there, and it seemed like, a million <laughs> yeah. in there. And, uh,
0: it was as a little gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: I remember they, a, a guy came around and asked me if I wanted to hold the flag for the national anthem. And I was like, and I got to go up in the ring. I tried to go over the second rope. Like I used to see him do and I was too little. And I like got hung up. The I was like, no, 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 no. You need to go into the first rope. I was, like, I was like, no, like I want to go over the top rope. like Big Show does, And, uh, but I got in the ring, and I literally remember just, like, I was enamored. Like, I was in a – I was hypnotized. Like, the whole show, I remember the casket match. I, I damn near remember. The, I don't remember who it was, but I can damn near tell you the whole casket match re- recited back to you now. <laughs> but, like, that's what – I remember that's what got me addicted mm-hmm. was seeing it. Like I had been to Raw and been up in the cheap seats, but it was nothing like being – Two rows. Watch this guy come flying out of the ring, and get hit with a chair. It's like I just watched it happen. I just watched him get chopped, and I I saw it. There's nothing fake about this. There's nothing. Yeah. And and I actually got into it. And then my dad would take me down. Shout out to Hollywood Video, old school. Oh a yeah. Video store. I used to work there yeah. for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> my dad used to take me down there, and they had a wrestling section. Oh and yeah. That was like what we did. I I go with my dad every other weekend, and that's what we did is we'd go and I'd rent. And I remember getting beyond the mat, and it like showed you the inside of the business, and my dad had no clue what it was, and he showed it to me, and I remember like him being freaking out, being like, "Oh my gosh," you know, thinking it was gonna ruin it for me. And it made me love it even more. I was like, "Are you kidding me? These dudes know each other, and then they're going out there and doing this to each other." I was like, "This is cool. Like, sign me up." And I was also, but I was always like, "That's what was always so good about. That's what I always loved about it is I even knew, even as a young kid, I knew about a little bit about the inside, and still loved it. It didn't matter. Like, it still took me outside of this world and got me involved in the story." Whether it was a whole storyline or just the match telling the story, it was, and that's what I love. I mean, that's what I'm addicted to is the storytelling.
2: Yeah, that's that's always great because then you can it just, the match has a little bit more feeling and a little bit more extra spice kicked up into yeah. it. It just feels like if they've been going at it already for a while. It's just
3: yeah, well, I agree on that.
2: It's well, that's just, one thing oh, that's like. so much better if there's a storyline instead of just a random match with no like direction, just kind of just going yeah. everywhere.
1: Yeah, that's what. It, well, it, you brought up earlier that uh, the triple threat between uh, me, Dalton, and Luke. Mm-hmm. That, that was that was a good match. Well, it, and the thing was, like, if you had been to the previous IPW shows, so Luke and Dalton were having their feud. uh, Luke had gotten pulled from the crowd, and they had had this feud, which was great storytelling. People, people love it. Are into yeah, I it. thought They're that was still awesome. into yeah. it. I mean, Luke, I, <laughs> my dad showed up for the first first time he ever showed up for a show. I'd already been wrestling a couple times, and I, uh, hey, I said, "You want to hear? You want to hear a crowd get loud?" I said, "Wait till Luke comes out. <laughs> I said, that's that's called a hometown pop." And then later on, he was like, oh, my God, people love him. I was like, yeah, because he's one of them. And I, I still love that. I, I love Luke's character. I love Luke as, as a character. Yeah. But uh, him and Dalton were in their feud. And I started Savior, started walking around. I literally went and bought Goodwill sweatpants and, like, Jesus sandals and, like, <laughs> drenched my hair over my face and just would walk around, and kids would come up to me. And be
2: like, Hey, who are you?
1: And I would just not answer them. And just, like, I actually had a guy try to jump me in the crowd. And then, uh...
2: <laughs> was it a guy with a bandana on?
1: No, 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 no. This was... This dude was... This dude should be a wrestler. He, <laughs> he was big. He was a big guy. But, uh, luckily, security stopped him, and, uh... It was because I made his kid cry. he come up to me, his kid come up to me and was like ask me questions and I just I I'm true to the K fabe. Yeah, when Savior's right. out, it's Savior. Like yeah. when yeah, so I I kept K and his dad did not like that. <laughs> did not like that very much. And I get back in the back and they're talking, uh some veterans were talking about. Like, yeah, I know a guy who got stabbed out in the crowd. And I was like, man, nobody's telling me that before I got out there. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, after the fact you went over this? Yeah. But yeah, so I was in the crowd, and I would walk around, and, and I did it for like I did it two or three times, however many matches, and then uh I wrestled Luke the first match I came in after Luke had beaten Dalton, and it was like this great story. They had these three matches, and came in and ruined Luke's win. It was just erected. And then we wrestled the next month, and I beat him with a little trickery. <laughs> and uh, and then Dalton had called both of us out, saying he wanted a rematch. And I just, I, I thought the storytelling for, like, that, our whole build up for Luke's debut and my debut and Dalton's debut and just, like, how it just all built. I thought it was just, and then to top it off with that triple threat, and that's probably still the best match I've ever wrestled.
2: I was, I was getting ready to ask you that. I was say, uh, do you have a favorite match, or what's, like, your most memorable moment that
1: you've had? Uh, yeah, so far, the, the triple threat is one that I hold near and dear because because it's, the, the, I mean, Luke and Dalton trained me, so it's like uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't be there without them. So to go out there and be able to tell a story like that, all those, yeah, it's like, it, yeah, it, it definitely meant something. And then uh, I just wish I'm, I'm sure you guys seen the so I I didn't have a tire to begin so I made the best attire I could and I thought well Savior's crazy so if he's gonna have a tire he's gonna hand do it so mm. I did all my that attire by hand just wish I would have my new attire and would have been able to wrestle that match because Luke and Dalton looked good I looked like I had crayon written <laughs> on me but <laughs> anyway the gr- the match is great great storytelling uh. Go ahead and uh, follow Dalton Love on YouTube. Subscribe to his page. That's where that match is at. But, um, no, and then uh, I also wrestle for a company called MPG. That's another one that I wrestle consistently for. I've wrestled for other uh Where's that at? That they're out of Bloomington. Uh, yeah, they, they're – it's young. It's a lot of young guys, and it's the young guys running the promotion – but they're hungry. And I feel like the guy, at least one of the guys that, you know, runs MPG has a lot of bad things said about him and stuff like that. But all I've ever done business with him, it's all been good on my side and he always pays me and I've seen him always pay the guys. And I feel like he got a bad rap, but from what I'm, going off of from all I've seen the guys in the locker room I mean we got guys in there that have been trained by Seth Rollins like they went to his uh, uh, black and brave school Yeah, and uh, I mean those are great guys and they uh, I mean there's guys in there from all over uh, Michigan, Ohio and he gets these young guys and that's like his thing is he books these young guys that are hungry and want to be seen and the match quality of MPG is, is honestly, I mean, it it's kinda sad what it's kinda sad how good a matches are put on there for like I mean it's it's small but and nothing to say about small promotions or nothing like that. I'm not dogging those at all, but it's like, man, these guys are working their tails off all of us. And it's like whew. Right but, now
2: here in around this area in in Indiana and in the whole region, really, there's a lot of good young talent coming out of this area from all, all different promotions everywhere from all over the state. Like I said, the region, there's a lot of you guys that are and that should, that should be, you know, exciting for guys like, you know, you and Luke and Dalton and, you know, like, to think there's so many good guys that you could be out there having
1: matches with and you know like yeah but, uh, I mean I mean it's like I mean it's crazy to think that there's, there's two promotions in Muncie that put on quality matches like that and have young guys that mm-hmm. are hungry like that and are coming up I mean <clears throat> I mean you got I know you guys have had Hollywood House on and uh there's Dex Royal and like all those guys I know Luke and Dalton they just got to go up to WCW and wrestle there and uh, they I mean I just think I, I think it's a great time to be a wrestling fan and if you're a wrestling fan and you don't know about the Muncie scene, just look because it is it's on fire no matter if you want to go to IPW DCCW if you want to travel down to Bloomington, Come to MPG show and watch Savior defend his belt. If you, but if if you are here locally in Muncie and you are a wrestling fan, you are missing out on some of the best wrestling around. I mean, no matter what promotion you go to, if you can't make one one weekend, go to the other one. If you can't make that one, go to the other one. If you can make both, go to both. Like right, I. And I I used to go... Before I was in, I used to go to DCCW shows. I was at the show at Jay County when Rikishi came and Stink-faced Sean Casey. I was there. Bought a ticket. Like, I went to those DCCW shows. Like, that's what... After I graduated high school, I mean, I was a musician. And I was going around playing these little bars. And I lived with three other guys. And one other guy was a huge wrestling fan, too. So, And it's funny because we always used to we always used to talk. We was like, man, if we ever found a place to get trained, it's like we'd do it. Yeah, we'd do it. And then we ended up all moving out, and I, like literally a couple months later, I found a place to get trained. <laughs> uh, but now I moved in with them, and then it was like, that's what we would do. I told I was like, guys, there is a local promotion in Muncie that we can. It's right downtown. We can go to it. We went to a couple shows at Mad Jack's, went to Jay County and watched Rikishi. Uh, yeah, it was just something fun we did. And in and, and the music scene <clears throat> downtown, I'm, I'm in a lot of the music scene downtown. I, I go out a lot down there and play. And that's, I run into guys, and they'll, I can't tell you how many times I've been talking to musicians. And they just bring up wrestling, or like I'll hear a couple of them talking about something that happened on AEW or WWE, and I'm like, and I just kind of perk up, like, hmm. and then I kind of make my way over there. Hey, you know, there's this and this going on, and down and they're like, what? Yeah. So I think like I don't know. I think I think the people are there. I think the fans are there. I mean, we live in a this is a college town for crying out loud. If you can't sell wrestling here. Like, I don't know. And that's what – I. and I don't want to speak for any of the young talent, but I feel as a young talent, we just want to see wrestling. Like, that's – I want to see the best wrestling that you can – wrestling that you can put out, and that's how it should be.
2: And there's a lot of talent. You know, like you said, in Muncie and in the surrounding areas, young talent, old veterans that are – you know, that are – they are good still and got a lot to offer and to teach people. And, like, to me, that's what's – you love being a wrestling fan here in Muncie because there is so much thing. But then also it's, like, there's a lot that's being missed here in Muncie as far yeah. as the wrestling scene because yeah. of the two different promo- promotion things. Like, can you imagine the matches and the quality of the shows if they, like – Yeah, If if it was like, you know, they intertwined somehow, like, I mean, I know whatever's going on is going on, whatever, Yeah, but that's that's like.
1: And that's what, and it's just kind of like. You know, and and that's,
2: I mean, that's their their own personal business, but like a lot of the wrestling fans are missing out because like, can you imagine how big a show would be with both promotions? It'd be the biggest show because you got, you'd have fans from, well, you got a lot of cross Cross fans anyways, but then you get some fans that only go to one show or only go to the other show. You'd have all of them in one place at one time. Dude. It would yeah, be massive.
1: Yeah, and that's, and I mean, I, like I said, I've only been a year and a year. I've been thankful for everything that the guys at IPW have given me and done for me, and <clears throat> I'm thankful for the DCCW guys because it makes, it makes wrestling relevant. And it's, it has a presence on Facebook and everything. And I'm just a young guy, and I may and I may not have any word in it. But if you want my opinion, that's I feel like business should be done no matter what. I mean, if you can come out and make my saying in life is if it makes money, it makes sense to me. Right. So I just, I, and I honestly feel like like you're saying like it's just doing. The fans a disservice because imagine, and I'm just going to speak metaphorically, and I'm just going to throw this out here, and let's just just imagine this. So we already know of on Facebook, there's already there's literally a page made by somebody who is not in IPW or DCCW called the Muncie Wrestling Wars. So fans know about it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So imagine if you could take that and book it to where. <laughs> You could have DCCW versus IPW. You, you, you market downtown, downtown, Ball State, college kids. This promotion versus this promotion, big one night event. This, this, and this. You, you build it up. You build it up. You build it up. And then, if you don't, like I said, I don't know anything, but. I just feel like you could do a show like that and they're come out being to where both promotions look strong. And when you walk away from the end of the night, there's gonna be people going, Wow, I wanna go here or I wanna go here or man, look at all that wrestling and Muncie. I wanna go to both these places. Yep. Or you just keep doing it and then you can build storylines doing it that yeah. way, which it's just like, squash
2: everything and just let the wrestling speak for itself because there's there's good wrestlers in this area. Yeah, and it's there's good storytellers in this area. There's good promoters in this area. Like yeah, and instead I'm, of
1: I mean it, I, yeah, I've gotten to wrestle. I've gotten to wrestle Madman Fulton. Uh, like I said, I've only been in the year. I've gotten to wrestle the Great Jimmy Lee, the Living Nightmare, and like to, when you take guys like that. And you combine them with guys like Luke Savage, Dalton Love, Dex Royal. And you put it together, it is magic. Like, because you have the storytelling, you have the credibility with these legends. And, like, and that's, I I love wrestling. And that's what, I don't want to be the, the, the young kid who thinks he's a superstar or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, I don't ever want to be that guy because I'm not. And. That's it even makes me feel weird talking about it because I'm just the guy that usually just sits back in the corner and just lets things happen because it's none of my business. Yeah, and you're just,
2: just a fan that would love to see a great, a just, great fucking that's show. That's what I'm saying. I'm
1: happy. <laughs> I'm fucking and that every, would be a great fucking every time, show. Every time I go to training, I'm just fucking happy to be yeah. there, man. Like, I'm happy to be in a ring. I'm happy I get to lace up. I'm happy I have a fucking pair of boots. I actually right. get to lace up and go out there and tell stories and do that. But like you're saying, if you're asking my opinion, I just see, and that's just me being, I I mean, I was, like I've said a couple times already, I was a musician. So, like, when I see, if I've got, I play, like, Outlaw, Red Dirt, country-type stuff, if I've got a band and I see another band doing that, I'm going to try to put on an Outlaw Redneck country show, and I'm going to try to sell some tickets. I'm going to try to make some money. And, like, because I know those fans will enjoy that. More than us trying to be like, if I was like, oh, well, these are our bars, and we play at these bars, and you you play at these bars, because these are our bars, and these are your – it's just like mm-hmm. – and that's what – and like I said, I don't want to speak for any of the young talent, but I just feel like we're just like – there's all this – all the time, this back and forth with all this stuff, and it's like it's none of our business, nor do we care. We just want to wrestle. Like right. we just want to wrestle quality matches. And have a presence on, in the independent scene. Right. I mean, I I don't think that's anybody else's goal when they start. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, like when I started, and it was, of course, when I started, you know, I started training under IPW, so I come in, and I kind of had to, like, learn of all this stuff that had happened, and I just kind of, and like I said, I'm just a guy that was just, I was a happy to be there like Mm -hmm. and i still am just happy to be there and like like i said if i just got set up the ring that's what i'll do i'm just happy to be in the business like i i live a dream every day besides going to work not that if my boss ever listens to this not that i hate my job (laughs) (laughs) but nobody likes a nine to five i'm lucky in the fact that i get i have a girlfriend that stays with me even though i'm running around all the time I get to work 40 hours a week. I get to play music and I get to wrestle. Like those are the two, those are the, I get to live my dream. Both my dreams. Wrestling was the first dream. And I've, I mean, music's really been, those are ever since I was little, those have been the two things in my life that have basically been constant where it's like, Mm -hmm. I love those things no matter what my grandpa was on Nashville star seek back in the eighties. So like, from ever since i can remember i've had music and then wrestling ever since i can remember my i had older cousins so it was like that's just what i watched coming up cuz mm-hmm. it was like that's what they watched and I'd get put in headlocks and all this crazy stuff but <laughs> yeah so it was like i i think we just we just want to see wrestling and we want to see we want to see wrestling th- thrive it, when i come in and it was all this it's not even really all that drama. It's just like, it's just like, man, why are we not worrying about wrestling? Yeah. Why are we not worrying about storylines? Why are we not worrying about? I mean, I just, I don't know. It's just, I, I am not a fan of any pissing match, Right. Like, no matter what. Like, I'm just not a fan of them because I think they're pointless. If you want to get down to brass tacks, let's get down to brass tacks. And the only brass tacks that there is in this business. Is what happens in that four corners, in those four corners. So it's like, I just, I don't know, I don't want to, and I'm not speaking bad on anybody or anything. I, I don't, I want to see IPW succeed, and I want to see DCCW succeed too, because that's better for wrestling. Mm-hmm. If both, if we're both selling three, four hundred seats, that means there's eight hundred people in this town coming to watch a wrestling show a month. That's fine by me. And that's what... And I wish... I'd like to sell out the field house. They always say it can't be done. They say it hasn't been done since, I don't know, the 70s, I think, is what I heard last time. But I'm a go-getter, so I think it could be done. (laughs) I think with the young talent and stuff, I see what goes on, and I'm just like, man, if you marketed it right and... Advertised it right and did it right because mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like, like I said, I'll be downtown at a music gig or something, and I'll hear somebody talking about wrestling. And I'm like, "Hey man, there's wrestling here." <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, oh, "I went to Indy and seen this show," and I'm like, "No, they last weekend, yeah, last weekend, I I wrestled here last <laughs> weekend." Like, like you could have came watched it. It's just yeah. So I don't know. I just. I want to see wrestling succeed, and right now is the best time to be a wrestling fan. There's I a- agree. AEW, WWE, uh, Ring of Honor is going to come back in April. I just seen they had just released the thing. Uh, you got the independent scenes are coming back, like with everything that's just that's opened back up and everything. I mean, these places are popping. You got WCWO that's down in Indy.
2: Emerge. Emerge. Trafalgar. Like,
1: yeah, you got them. Yeah, it's just. It's at
2: AWR.
1: Yeah. And if you, and that's what I try to stress that to everybody. If if I'm on Ball State plan or something and I meet a wrestling fan, I'm like, don't just like go to all the independent stuff you can go to. If they're talking about this AEW or whatever, I'm like, hey, you should check out some of this independent stuff. Yep. Start here, then go to it, go wherever. Like, just look it up. It's out there. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's what I, I'm a big AEW guy. Like, that's just, I don't mind, I love a lot of the guys in WWE, like, I'm a huge Drew McIntyre fan, and uh, a lot of the women in WWE, actually, like, I'm a big fan of Becky Lynch, her in-ring work, but, uh, I mean, it's like, this girl up here on the screen, she is my, that's my favorite woman's wrestler right now, like, I just think, I just think AEW, the talent that they're bringing in, and what they're doing for Independence, and what they're doing with Impact, and New Japan and all this stuff, like blending everything in. Mm-hmm. As a wrestling fan, just I just lose my mind. It's like, oh my god! Because then it's just even if you don't know about it, I mean, it's almost like, uh, when I when I got back into wrestling, at, right right around my senior into high school senior year, I found New Japan, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god. That what is this? And this has just been sitting here the whole time, and all I've been watching is WWE. And so I got into Suzuki. And then now I got to – I actually got – I took a vacation. I was actually going to go tour down in South Carolina, and when I cut all the music stuff out to take on wrestling, I, I was like, well, I've already got it off work, so we might as well take a trip. And we actually went and watched AEW down in New Jersey, and that's when Suzuki came out. And I – that was the night Adam Cole wrestled for the first time, and that pop was. Oh, I bet it was huge, insane. I looked over at my girlfriend, and she was crying, and I was like, "Are you crying?" And she was like, "I don't know why I'm crying, but this is insane." And I was like, <laughs> "That's how I feel." On is the she inside. a huge wrestling she, fan? Or no, or no, not really. Like, no, like she's. I I remember when we first started hanging out. I literally we we went out to the bar. I had a show. We went out to the bar. We come back, and both were a little lit up, and first thing I put on the TV was wrestling. I was like, check this out. She was like, you mean like Hulk Hogan and like (laughs) Ultimate Warrior? I'm like, no, 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 no. Let me show you wrestling. Like, let me show you some of this stuff. And so like uh, AEW was already around at that time. So I'm pretty sure the first thing I showed her may have been Mick Foley and Undertaker. Hell in the cell. <laughs> I was like, "You want to yeah. see wrestling?" I was like, "Watch this."
2: <laughs> see, uh, well, I was just asked a question in one of our in one of our last interviews. What match would you show somebody that's not a wrestling fan to get them to be a wrestling fan? And I thought that was a great question. <laughs> and that's the match that I said because it has everything in one match. And like, yeah, that's... It's, you you get the you get the wrestling part, you get the brutality part, you get the shock and all part. It's like. Great storytelling, great performers. Like,
1: yeah, I I, I, I
0: like I like Flair and uh, yeah. uh, Flair and Michaels at WrestleMania, and Michaels retired Flair.
1: Okay, that's yeah. Uh, I'd say another one that popped in my head was Taker and Sean. Either of those, I think yep. twenty five and twenty six. Mm-hmm. I think. They're, was, yeah, they're both really good too. Yeah, yeah. Either of those. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think McFoley Taker. It just. Just from the raw fact, like you're saying, like, it's got everything, but if all of those things fail and they don't like any of those, it's going to shock the hell out of them. Right. And when they see him get <laughs> yeah. it's just like, exactly.
2: what? To me, that's why, I like, cause some of the other matches, they're, they're top-notch matches, some of the best in history, but they're, what established wrestling fans know is a great match, you right. know? Right. Like, somebody who's just now watching it may not realize, hey, that was a great match, where... If you're trying to get them sucked into it, you want to shock and awe, them and like, holy shit, what was that? I want more of that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
2: or,
0: uh, <laughs> or some of the uh, Austin and uh, Mister McMahon. Uh, yeah, those
2: those are. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I see. Or some
2: Latino heat stuff.
1: Oh, it's <laughs> oh, still some of my favorite finishes uh, with Latino heat, like untying his boot, taking <laughs> it off, uh, the chair shot. That's great. But Take a bump, all that stuff. Yeah, that's, oh my God. Yeah, that, see, and that's what, and there, that's another thing too. It's. A, it all depends on what style of wrestling do you like. Like, mm-hmm. there's, I mean, man. What's your favorite? I, I am, I love, I don't know, I love, if I can watch a great wrestling match just with this I, if i i don't care if i don't know the storyline or anything mm-hmm. if i can go in and watch a technical like a, i don't care brawl it doesn't matter if you can tell a story in the ring or outside the ring it don't matter i it does, like i will literally watch anything death match sometimes
3: makes me a little squeamish because
1: the blood sometimes and all yeah. that stuff but watching it it's almost I'm diabetic too it's, the same. it's like I can watch myself and give myself shots but like somebody else was to give me a shot mm-hmm. I don't want them to pass out watching it happen but it's like yeah I don't know I, I I I've only wrestled one hardcore match and it's like that's fun to do but they hurt they suck <laughs> Uh, yeah I'm. what would you say your style is like probably probably brawling that's probably what try to make my style like Moxley, Foley, just like I just wanna be I just want everything to look aggressive. Mm -hmm. I want it to look like anything I throw. Like when I watch a match back or something and I watch something if I throw something and it doesn't look like I took the dude's head off, I'm like, God man, you gotta lay that thing in. Like that just because like that's what I want to see as a fan. That's what Mm -hmm. blurs the I'm a big guy in blurring the lines. Like, that's why I like watching just a great wrestling match or, like, a great brawl because it's like I want to blur the lines. I want – I like to be taken out of my head and focus 110%. Like, be lost in it. And then so that's why – I mean, John Moxley is my favorite wrestler. Maybe of all time. It's either him or Rob Van Dam. But, like – and – And I didn't even discover Rob Van Dam's hardcore stuff until, like, I knew he was a hardcore guy, but, like, I was a fan of his style of the Rolling Thunders and the uh, spinning heel kicks and all that that crazy stuff he would do, which is, like, what you see, like, all these young guys, like, Luke Savage. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. like, even Dalton. Like, but Luke is really, like, every time I wrestle Luke, I'm, like, this dude's going. Something at least three crazy things. I'm gonna be like, holy shit! But like yeah. <laughs> he, but like that's who we grew up watching. I feel like that's just too. Like Moxley, I just, I, I mean, when I watched, I seen him live in New Jersey, and I was literally watching him, and it was blurring the lines for me. It was like I could hear the, the shots he was given, from up in the stands. I was just like, oh my God. I love being a little snug. I love landing in there. So, yeah, I'd say brawling. But, yeah, my – I mean, the other day I watched uh, Brett and Sean, the Iron Man match for mm-hmm. an hour. And it was like my girlfriend came in there and after about 10, 15 minutes. She was like, nah. Like, like that's what I'm saying. you got to be able to – I mean, there's just so many different styles of wrestling now. It's almost hard to – a lot of times you run into like – Doing too much, or this and that, or you know, you're just you're doing spots, or this and this and this, and it's like, it's like, but man, I honestly think if you're telling a story, that's what we're supposed to be doing. So, and to each their own with the style of wrestling. But yeah, that uh,
2: that's what makes, wrestling independent wrestling so great is you have so many different styles, you know. All in one show, and yeah. you have the fans of so many different styles. You know, that's there's a, a few, whatever style you do, there's going to be a fan that you know yeah, of oh that yeah. style.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, it's like a WCWO, they do they rush over Friday, but then they did the Young Guns tournament, right? On a Saturday, like that. That's cool because that gives you an opportunity to come out on a separate day and see, you know, it's going to be fast paced, fast Young Gun style stuff and that's, that's definitely what they gave them. Yeah, th- I watched, I seen some of them. I
2: didn't get to go to that one, but I watched some of the matches, that, yeah. you know, that were recorded, and they all looked like they were great matches. And
1: Yeah, and and that goes back to all the young talent that's just around. Hungry. It's like everybody everybody I meet that's young like that, and even, I mean, like you're saying, the, the older guys that can still go, like, Top three best matches I've ever had. Probably, honestly, top two. It probably goes that triple threat. And then my second was against Notorious Ace Mob. And we barely planned anything out. And we went out there and had a hell of a match. And it was like guys that still want it like that. The mm-hmm. the legends that can still go and have stories that they still want to tell. And us young guys that are just hungry and ready to to just go out and get it. And going back to all the talent around here, I mean, it's just, it's incredible. And that's, that's really what all I'm about is pushing this talent, young, old, not old, not even old, young veterans. It don't matter just getting wrestling out there because it's here and it's local.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they said it, Yes, it is a competitive, you know, sometimes cutthroat business. Yeah. You know, because I mean, not everybody can be the champion, right? And but to me, you would want everybody to do well because I mean, if you have better quality opponents to go against, and so many more, so much more diversity, and things yeah. that you can do, and stories, and things that you can spin, and it's like. There's just so much that could be done here.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, and that's just, as an out, if I was, if I was to take myself out, if I wasn't looking at it as Jansen Blevins, not Savior, I would, I mean, it would, it, it would almost make me mad. If I knew, like, what was going on as a fan, it would almost make me mad. I'd be like, man, what, what's going on? Like, Be like you're depriving me of something. You're depriving me. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just see, like I said, I'm green. I'm a green bag. I am nobody. I am just happy to be on this podcast and happy to train under IPW and happy. I know the guys and happy. I've got to wrestle the guys that I've got to wrestle. But with all that being said, it's like, like you're saying, just the. Potential with what you could do, like, I mean,
0: well, and even if they, even if they didn't want to combine, even if they didn't want, want to combine back, if you just squash all the bickering back and forth, and promote each other's shows,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, I
0: mean, you're doing you're doing them on different days, hey, yeah, the squash, squash the squash beef, hey, our show's no, our show's November eighth, Well we're gonna have ours. Just two then, weeks later, yeah. you know or whatever, and then promote each other's show. Yeah, the more you grow, the more you grow. But yeah, and it doesn't. you nothing don't want to help with, every, the whole wrestling I mean, scene out. If, yeah. and, and I know. I'll be honest. I don't know what all happened. I have no clue yeah. what all, about any of that.
1: Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. It's none of my beef. Or like, and, then, and like I said, I'm a nobody, and I'm probably. I have nothing to say to speak on it but on the side of wrestling and like what could be done of that like well that's like I've always had that opinion of like if we could just squat I've I've never been I'm not a guy that spins my wheels like if I'm sitting in if I'm stationary then I am not okay like Mm -hmm. I had somebody tell me at a young age every day you don't every day you either get better or get worse you don't stay the same and I've literally lived by that you try it and you have a day where you get worse. The next day, you try to get better, and like that's how I feel like we should they should look at it as like it doesn't matter. Like all this stuff could not should not matter on this if we look at the bigger picture and like what's going on. And like like I said, I'm a greenback. I have no clue what's going on. It's only from what I've been told and this and that. And I'm new to the business, and I'm but I'm hungry, and I know the other guys are too. And we don't want to be. I'll say held back, but we don't want to be, we don't want mud on our tires like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just slow, I feel like that just yeah. slows everything down. It's just like, I mean, hell, You, I would, I would love to get a, I would love to turn Savage to the dark side and start a tag team and take on the highlight reel or watch Savage take on Dex Royal or like. I would, that would be like you guys are saying, you could just do so much with it, but mm-hmm. it's just, you have to be able to put business first. I mean,
2: and be respectful and, about it. Yeah, it's just, that's the main be, thing. At, at, at the end of the day, you can go back to disliking each other, not really, you know, caring what happens to other person, but at that time, be respectful, you know for the, for the betterment of the whole, of the whole uh, wrestling industry scene around here.
1: Yeah, like, and I I mean, yeah, I just yeah, cuz I've heard, I mean, I've heard people be like, oh, uh like I go to this show, so I don't go to this show and mm-hmm. like who first off, people if, if you do that and you're watching this, who told you that that's what you had to do? Like nobody's going to tell you that. Like you can talk I guarantee you can talk to anybody and they're not gonna tell you that. You can talk to Dalton Love, even full Dalton Love character. He might flip you off <laughs> but he'll tell you, like, it doesn't matter. As long as you're going and supporting local wrestling. And I feel like that that that's our job to get fans to like us and to come back and see us. Like
2: to be just, so invested that they hate y'all, they want to come back to see y'all get your well, ass kicked the exactly, next time.
1: Exactly. Like, it's like when I first seen Dalton, I was like, dude, I want to kick that guy's ass. <laughs> oh my God. And, and you have since. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now I get to. So, yeah. It's living a, the dream, yeah, baby. Yeah, it's living a win the dream. Win. It's a win <laughs> win. Yeah. No, but yeah, I just, I don't know. and And I've seen, you know, and I've seen some stuff on here, and obviously I've heard and this and that. And like, that's just. I think shortly after that podcast is when I messaged you guys because I just I I wanted to speak on behalf of first myself and then (laughs) and as a young talent that's coming up I mean I'm probably the youngest talent out of everybody you've had like you guys probably didn't even have any clue who I was but like that's what I'm saying I'm trying to just I'm hungry I want it I'm going to reach out I'm going to do whatever it takes I'm going to wrestle wherever I have to go to wrestle and to get my name out there and to show that like the wrestling is what matters here. And there's mm-hmm. other guys that are so talented. Like I knew,
0: I knew who you was because of Luke and Dalton. Yeah. And, same. and
1: also because
0: of uh, Mike King.
3: Okay.
0: Mike King told me that you uh, that was a good young talent be another, and be somebody good for me to have on the show. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: see, and that's what, see, and that's, see, and that's cool. Like, I've never met Mike King, and uh, but I did hear what he, the advice that he gave the young talent, like, and just letting you know, Mike, I listened, and that's, and and that's what I like. That's what I think there should be more. I was of. Supposed
0: to be helping everybody, help people out. You've been there, you've been there and done that. Help the guys know what coming up, how to, how it should be done. Or...
1: I, I am, I am just like I've said, I am thankful every day I get to be in the wrestling business. I get to step in a ring. The other day, I literally just went, I was driving by our training center, and I just stopped and just walked in there and got in the ring and just stood there for a second. Like, I get to actually do this. I get to actually be in this ring, and, like, I get to tell stories through this vessel. So it's it's just, that's all I want is to learn and to be a sponge and meet everybody I can, whether they're from this promotion or that promotion, it doesn't matter. Because, like, like you're saying, Mike King, he, I'm, he's the booker for DCC. Is he the booker for DCCW? I don't co-owner. Know. Is he co-owner. Yeah. I, I didn't know if he was. I, th- I thought it was both. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, he does. He does too. King. Yeah, he right. does. Okay, yeah. But I had seen that, and that's what I'd kind of. That's why I kind of messaged you guys because I felt like, well, at least. You know, let me get on there and say what I think. What I think as a young talent, and what I probably feel that these other young talent feel that mm-hmm. we we have no beef with nobody. The the only beef we have is with ourselves and trying to get booked other places. Like <laughs> we're we're just wrestling ourselves, and every day, like I, I don't know, like we have no beef. There's no. uh have you, know. uh,
0: have you wrestled outside of, uh, Indiana?
1: Uh, yeah. no, no, just all over Indiana. So that's what I'm, I've been, uh, I've been talking to, uh, Jimmy Lee. Uh, he runs ASWA over in Mansfield, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'd really like to get one over there. Like I said, I wrestled Madman and then I actually got to wrestle Jimmy Lee at IPW and, uh, yeah, like I mean, it's like that. Like running into Jimmy Lee. Like I'm just trying to learn everything I can, and that's. I asked if I could come work for him. He said he's all booked up, but he'll let me know. And like that's, we're independent talent around here. We're just hungry, man. Like we just. I know Luke and Dalton. Dalton's been, Dalton's been killing it, on mm-hmm. the uh, on getting booked and getting his name out there. Luke has been too. But Dalton, man, you just love to. F- Hate that guy. <laughs> I tell him that all the time. I, I, haven't, say,
0: I haven't got yeah. to see him wrestle live. yet I've watched a lot of a lot of video on him. Oh man! And yeah. uh, he, I think he, I think he has a lot, whole lot of potential. Same with, same with Lou. Well, same with you too.
1: Yeah, no. I, uh, yeah, no. I appreciate that. The, the, you just but, have
0: to stay, like you said, you just keep grinding. Yeah, and that's a, what. That's I mean, just like us. We started doing this, doing this stuff about seven months, six, seven months ago. Yeah, and it's just you just got to be consistent, stay at it.
1: Yep. Yep, that's a
0: sometimes it ain't gonna work right sometimes it you hit a home run
1: yeah nose on the grind you can't, well, you just, can't
0: think you're just gonna wake up overnight and you're gonna and you're gonna be at the top you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? it ain't gonna yeah. work like that
1: you gotta well and that's what and that's i mean that's i would maybe say I'm still in pain I mean I'm gonna be paying my dues because I'm still a young green guy so mm-hmm. it's like like that's what I'm saying like me and Dalton loop we don't do four days a week anymore but right I mean we do at least twice a week most of the time three times a week trying to get in the training center and we're just blessed to have a training center like that and like I just know and that's another thing too because I see all this back and forth with like all this and all the drama and all that and whatever whatever but like it just makes me sad because it's like man I know I don't know about DCCW but Uh, those young guys but I'm sure they are because they're amazing talent and you can tell by their matches that they work their tail off and train their tail off but like I've seen the work that Dalton and Luke put in because I've been there with them and like and I know those guys over there are putting in the same type of work Dex Royal and Hollywood House and all them guys like whether and that's not just and not as in work saying putting in time in the ring or time in the like but then work all the way around, getting their names out there, doing this, doing that, promoting themselves. Yeah, and that's it, it's just a dissert it's almost a disjustice to like how hard all of us guys, I guess I could in- include myself in that, how hard we we work for this shit. Like it's just I mean, the shit ain't ballerina. You know right. what I mean? Ballet. We ain't ballerinas out here. It's like
2: That's what that's what I try to tell everybody. It's like people who aren't necessarily Wrestling fans or ones that are like borderline wrestling fans, and they're like, and you know they throw around the fake word, not like you know, it was like they're like, oh, it's script. It was like, yeah, but the physicality is still real. The athleticism in the ring and the stuff that they do is still real, like a hundred a- percent real. Like these guys are sh- straight putting their bodies on the line every single match. Like, yeah, you can't uh, fake that part. Like,
1: no, we're uh, like, I <laughs> the other day, I a couple weekends ago actually we we wrestled i wrestled down in a indie comic-con for that mpg and we actually did three days we did like me and luke and dalton did like damn near nine matches in three days and i was beat up i had wrestled that four corner match with jimmy lee so we were on the chain i took a choke slam on the chain coiled up my back was all i was all bruised up and beaten for because a bunch of young guys, we got out there and started chopping each other in front of the Comic-Con crowd, and everybody started popping, so we (laughs) just started chopping the hell out of each other, and it was like, oh, well, oh, well, now we're just going to be sore for the next few days. Oh, come on, now them chops don't hurt. Yeah, but no, we were, so I was talking to my (laughs) girlfriend, and that's what she was saying was like, she was like, that. when I used to watch it, there used to just be something about it that would be like, you know, this day, like, they're falling, but there's got to be a way that it's, like, not hurting. I'm like, mm. no. I remember the first day I went to training and felt the ring. I, I was, like, touching it, like, okay. If it was, like, Yeah, bouncy. I was like, where's the, okay, where's, <laughs> where's the, the real ring? Yeah, where's, the, I know this is, like, the one you guys show everybody to scare them, but, like, where's the real <laughs> one? And then I seen guys getting in there and doing it. I was like, damn. It's like, it's like my dad. He was a, he was never, like, a big wrestling fan. He, he was, like. I feel like he kind of watched it, like, back, like, Hulkamania, Hawk, like, when everybody kind of knew what wrestling mm-hmm. was just because, like, the 80s and early 90s and then, like, uh, Stone Cold and stuff like that. He knew that stuff, but he never was really into it. And uh it was kind of cool because, like, <laughs> one of my specialties is uh pissing my dad off. So <laughs> when I told him I was going to be a musician, I could always sing, but... uh I never would sing in front of my parents. I would always sing like I was in. I, there was a girl in swing choir that knew I could sing. I showed her I could sing, and she was like, "Oh my God, you should come!" And I started practicing with swing choir a little bit. I was like, "I can't do this. I'm a I'm a sports guy. I can't do this." And then I had a couple buddies that started a band. They was like, "Bro, we know you can sing. Like we heard it, and we want you to be lead singer." That band never got a gig, and but I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna do this." So I taught myself how to play guitar and like uh, just did it like and so I have a real good <laughs> I have a, I'm really good at pissing my dad off so I was like yeah I'm gonna be a musician that's what I'm gonna do he's like musicians don't make any money and you could do this and this and I'm like, oh well you know and then so the music kind of took off and I was actually gonna be able to like stop my job to play music so he was like okay well you know alright cool and then I'm like hey dad guess what I'm gonna be a professional wrestler now <laughs> he's like oh wow even less money and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, but uh, no, we definitely do it for the love. Like, <laughs> but yeah, we. <laughs> that's what people don't understand is like it is. It, I have guys at work. Like, it's funny because I work forty hours a week still, and I'm am actually a, a service tech, a, a refrigeration. And like, I'll come in from wrestling Comic Con a weekend, and I'll have bruises all up and down my arm and stuff. And I'll be Dude, what the hell happened? Back, like, dude, just wrestled all weekend. They're like, What? I'd be like, Man, do you ever use that fake blood? I had a guy ask me that one day. <laughs> he was like, Man, where do you guys keep that fake blood? I've seen them bleed, but like, where do they keep it? And I'm like, Dude, that's real blood. And he's like, No. I'm like, Yes, that's, <laughs> that's, I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you. And then that same guy, he asked, well, How do you guys go through them tables? I'm I don't know how do you look at it. He said you say, hey, dude, you're just go. Like, you like let me through one yeah. and I'll show you. you there, yeah, let me show you real quick. i right.
0: I've been, I've been chopped before. If anybody thinks that, that that shit's fake and don't hurt, go to the show let somebody chop you.
1: Yeah, my dad, he he never was really into it, but he always that's what that's his thing. That's how he knows like if anybody says it's fake around him, he's like, "Now, now that he's been to the show and he's seen it, he's like, He's like, that ain't fake. He's like, I know I wouldn't let a motherfucker troll me like that and <laughs> get away with
3: it. After so. uh,
0: we done, the, we done a our, the first DCCW show that we streamed live. After the show, they got me down there. Uh, Dex Royal, uh, JKO, uh, Joey Owens, one runs WCWO, and then Max Sterling, another guy from over. Here. All three chopped the hell out of I me mean, right there Ooh. after the show. Ooh, uh, dude, I, I was I was blue, purple, and green and shit for about a week.
1: Yeah, you you see yeah, a hamper uh, You can yep. see
0: a handprint, but it, I mean, it hurt like it hurts someone they done it. But then after, once it, I mean, after the stinging went away, it, yeah, it yeah, looked yeah. it looked a lot worse than what it really felt.
1: Yeah, it's a no. Yeah, that's what nobody understands the chops. That's that's something that that's that's always something I pull out if. Uh, you know, if the crowd's not...
0: Well, Undertaker, you know. Undertaker said he hated wrestling Ric Flair because he knew he was going to take, like, 20 fucking chops. <laughs> yeah,
1: how, many times,
2: how many
0: times have
2: uh, you and your buddies or whatever been around and they're like, oh, chop me or, like, body slam me or something? Have you ever had that happen yet? Uh Any of your, like, non-wrestling friends?
1: Um Yeah, uh, actually, they... Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bill, if you see this, don't be mad at me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sorry, so, Bill. No, <laughs> no, I'm just beating up his employees. But uh, they <laughs> at Elm Street, uh, Elm Street Brewing Company. I'll go ahead and pop their name for him. Uh, right downtown here, Muncie area. If you haven't, if you don't know about it, go ahead and check it out. They got great live music and uh, great food and uh, Owner is actually a huge wrestling fan. so, But uh, I don't know if he'd like me chopping his employees. But, yeah, there's a couple bartenders in there that <laughs> I played out there one night. And this is right after I'd won the belt out there for MPG. So, of course, I, I brought the belt and was showing all them guys because they'd mark out over it and freak out. And uh, One of them was like, he brought it up. It's was like, oh, man, you think you'd give me a chop? <laughs> and I was like. I was like, "Do you really like want me to give you a chop?" He's like, "Yeah, man." And then he like, we there was a bunch of people standing around, and then he like leaned into me, like, like acting like it wasn't gonna hurt. He was just like, "Give me like a all right, man, give me a chop." Like, and I'm just like, "Okay, are you sure?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, man, I'm sure." You know, like, and I, oh, I fucking waylaid him. <laughs> I had one too many Jamesons. And, I fucking no, but I chopped him. I didn't. I didn't kill him, but no, I <laughs> gave him a good one. But that's what I've always been told too. You want to protect the business, right? Like you yeah. want to make sure they know. So, mm-hmm. but I chopped him, and
2: he, now he has a different, uh, pr- uh, different oh, view. Oh, the of second it, huh? I
1: hit him, he was like, he well, he after he got done, bending down, he <laughs> was like, oh, and then he got up and he was like, oh my god, I thought. That you are gonna hit me like a certain way, where it was gonna make a sound, and then it wasn't gonna hurt. And I was like, no, that's not how, that's not how this works. And then
0: it's amazing how many people think that you can hit yeah. somebody a certain way and it don't work. Well, that's what, it, yeah, and that's
1: like I said, like my girlfriend. Like I would show her stuff, and then like when I actually started wrestling, I'd come home and be like, I'd show her my back and have all these bruises and stuff, and she'd be like, she'd be like, where are those from? I'd be like, what do you mean? I I took a bump off the top rope. Like, what are you talking about? And she'd be like, yeah, like she just, and I kind of was like that too until I got in there. Like, there's just always something in your mind where you're like, cause you know, it's fake. It's almost like you're like, okay, that's now, I remember, something going on. I remember there. when
0: like, I was a little kid, I remember hearing people say, oh, they know how to fall and shit like yeah, that,
1: which I, I'm going to bring up my favorite JR line.
0: How do you teach somebody
1: how to fall? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: what's the, uh, what's the worst bump you've taken?
1: Honestly, probably that. I've taken a, taking a superplex. Those aren't fun. But like those, I, I mean, nowadays you take a superplex. Uh, probably, <laughs> I don't. Know, yeah, it probably was the worst. Those chains. But the funny story about those chains was, you know, we, we talked about that spot or whatever. You know, Jimmy Lee had said, "All right, well then I'm gonna take the the slack of the chain, I'm gonna coil it up, and I'm gonna." Or I'm gonna get you a choke slam and I'm gonna take the slack and coil it up. And just give you a choke slam. And the way we went over it, you know, in my head, I'm thinking for a quick second I was like, okay, that that might hurt a little bit, you know. That's a little extra pain with that bump, but no problem. Well, it'll be fine. And then I took the bump and I was like, Yeah, that yeah, that one uh that yeah, the bump on the chains, it probably I think it's because it caught me off guard like all the other big bumps i've taken like a superplex and stuff like that like i've never went through like a full table before or nothing like that yet but the like you almost know they're coming so you can kind of like prepare for them mm-hmm. but like the chains i thought it was going to be way better than it was and it was way worse than i ever thought it could have been but yeah it, uh, yeah any I i took a bump from madman one time and it just kind of it threw me off in the match it threw me off because of how big he was because it was like i'm used to wrestling guys that are like you know somewhat bigger than me but there's always like a little timing to everything you know what i mean like when you're falling but with him it was like i was falling forever because he was so tall and just <laughs> big but yeah and that's the thing too i'm a, i mean i'm only five nine five eight and three quarters whatever you want to say depending on what day it is so like yeah i just try to my style in the ring is like savior he's crazy so I just try to literally go through anything. I a little McFoley, little—I mean, hit me with anything, and I'll try to. I'm gonna keep coming.
3: If
0: and uh I'm, if somebody was gonna get into the wrestling business, what would be like advice that you'd give to them?
1: <sighs> um, something me, Luke, and Dalton always say is there's got to be you got to be one of three things. To get in the wrestling business. Uh, either got to be. Insane. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, you just got to love it. Like. If you have. A mixture of those three things. You. That's. I mean. If you love it. You'll do anything for it. Like. But my biggest advice is, like, be be prepared for the toll that's going to take on your body. Like, take care of your body. Because that's just something like, when I first started training, I was eating like crap, which I've, I've got off of how I've been eating here lately. But I was eating, like, terrible, eating out every day doing this. And then I started watching what I eat because, like, it was like my body needed it and mm-hmm. I would stretch every morning and I started actually like taking care. In high school I was a power lifter. And I mean, I broke the record. I went to Minerva Central out in a uh, park farmland and uh, actually broke the record out there for the weight for the squat. I squatted like 515 pounds my senior year. I can't remember what I've been. You play, so
0: you play football?
1: Yeah, yeah, I played football, and I played football and basketball. I was actually gonna go to, uh, I was gonna go to Trine for football. And then I've had, I'm sure, I've seen some of? I got a big old scar on my shoulder, but uh, I dislocated my shoulder like it was like I was. They used to call me Mel Gibson in high school because like Lethal Weapon, where he'd like pop it in mm-hmm. all the time. I dislocated it like damn near thirty times, and on like the last time, uh, uh, it's called your labrum. Mm-hmm. And it's like the muscle inside your socket that like makes all everything be able to move. I completely just tore it and ripped it completely out. There was like no cartilage in my arm. It was all the bones were actually like the socket of my arm and my actual shoulder joint were like touching. There was no cartilage or no nothing in there. So every time I'd pop it out and pop it back in, it would just be bone on bone. Just pow. And so the last time I did it I felt it. Like I thought I broke it. I thought I'd shattered it, which they I I ended up cracking it, but I had to have surgery on there, and there's a couple screws and nice, nice big, nice, uh, nice big pain anytime that it rains in my left arm. But yeah,
2: I got a lot of those injuries from sports myself.
1: Yeah, and that's, and and that's what with the wrestling. Like I was sport, I was injury prone in my younger years until in high school I started lifting. And I got into powerlifting, and I was like, holy crap, if you take care of your body and you watch what you eat and you stay on top of that stuff, like, your body will react, and not react, your body will bounce back way quicker than it Mm -hmm. will and be able to stretch and pull and do all this different stuff that it wouldn't be able to do when you're, like I was, sitting on the couch eating double cheeseburgers and watching wrestling instead (laughs) of actually getting in and being in there. But, yeah, I would just, yeah, don't. Yeah, take care of your body and be eat determination for breakfast. Like, want it. Because it's, I mean, like we've talked about this whole podcast, there's a bunch of young talent out there that if you're a young talent, if you listening to this and you're like, man, I think I want to get in, but I don't know, I don't know, now is the time. Like, the best time to be a wrestling fan it's the best time I think to get in the business it's all on the up and up it's mainstream again I mean we've got wrestling on TNT now mm-hmm. AEW you got yeah it's just
2: that's one of the big things we do this is to highlight the young talent that is coming up like in you know people who are helping young talent up uh, you know that's that's what that's what this is is about. That's what this is for. Give give you guys a forum to be seen, be heard, to to get you know some of the misconceptions that the average person, sports fan, you know, that's not necessarily a wrestling fan, has about the independent scene and why they should go see it. Yeah, you know, like because the guys that they see on TV were once all independent guys. Yep. So ran, like ran through the to, same
0: a lot, circuits. It's crazy how many people don't don't realize that. Yeah. Like people think very few of like them, like a lot of people think that, guys that got handpicked, yeah. you know. But yeah. well, I mean, a lot of people think, like Daniel Bryan, for instance, they'll think that oh, he was just boom, Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. or Seth Rollins, you know. what I mean, they yeah, think yeah, all yeah. of a sudden they, he, they don't you, know about they, Tyler Black, no, they, and, you know, they, wrestled, they wrestled hundreds and thousands of fucking matches that you've never seen,
3: yeah,
0: before, before they got to where you were seeing them, yeah. yeah. And people, people don't understand that with yeah, different yeah. looks and gimmicks and names, well, and yeah. Stone Cold look how many gimmicks he went through yeah. before. Before yeah. somebody actually let him be his fucking self, yep. and then, boom, he took off.
1: Yeah, that yeah, that's crazy because <laughs> that's exactly how, uh, like, I, that's how I was when I got back into it, like, my senior, right after my senior year, and I was trying to get in the business because, like, I had just broke the squat record and was benching, like, I can't remember if I ever did three or not. It was close to 300 pounds. And bench press, I was like, ooh. I get the wrestling like I just got it back into it, but it was like like you were saying I had only ever seen WWE stuff, so when I hopped back in, I found out who John Moxley was, and I was like, wait, that was that Dean Ambrose guy, and then I found all this CZW stuff and all of his stuff in Japan, and I was just like. Wait a second. There's 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 a whole there's world layers and levels yes. and everything well, I, to I, it. It's and quality matches in mm-hmm. all those layers. Like you can find mm-hmm. such good well, I've
0: always said some of the best matches I've ever seen have been independent shows. And I've been to I've been to SummerSlam. Oh, hell, we were yeah. sitting ten rows up at the seats at Bankers Life for SummerSlam, Edge and uh Take her Hell in the Cell, me and my son and my dad. Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was an awesome show, but I mean, some of the shows that I've went to an in independent have been just – that's where I've seen some of my better matches.
1: I I always try – that's the only thing I hate about being a wrestler is that at the shows I can't go out and watch the matches. Right. Like, because, I mean, if I ever turn face, I probably could because I'm a good – but Savior can't be out there doing that, watching no matches. <laughs> but, yeah. That, can't uh, be out
2: there hugging little kids. and No,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, Savior, uh, which is funny because Savior, when he – he when i debuted uh, and i was walking around the ring and stuff it was funny because there's this there's this little girl she is like i don't, don't want to say exactly how old she is but she is she is my biggest fan she has a shirt they made that is just like mine that's like the muscle tee and it says savior's number 1 fan and i'm <laughs> like how is the guy that like came out from under the ring when he debuted and walked around and made kids cry. Like, how is this little girl? Like I, I had to go to her birthday party (laughs) as not as, not as me as savior. She did not want me there. She was like, I don't care about you. She's like, I want savior there. (laughs) I showed up in full, this was before I had my gear now, but I had my robe and my whole, my whole get up. I showed up and at that party as savior and like That's what, I don't know, like my fan, I feel like my fan base right now is like either, I guess, little girls like that, little children, (laughs) I guess, or but like uh, people who would like, like teenagers. Like that's what's hard. Because right now I'm I'm struggling with being, at at least at the IPW shows, Savior's getting cheered for. And it's like, He's almost turning into like a Kane-esque, Taker-esque, like where the, mm-hmm. the older crowd's starting to cheer for me because they're like, it don't matter. Like, I'll have a guy, I, I did it to Jimmy Lee. I had him down, and I was raking his face. I was like, is this what you want? And everybody went, yeah. And I'm just like, no, that's not, <laughs> that's not what it, nah. I'm like, oh, well. And then, but yeah, no, that's a.
2: Uh, You're just too likable, I guess. I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, as long as it's not silent, that's, uh, yeah, you know, that, that's, that's all that matters.
1: I, as long as you're getting the reaction, that's exactly what. That's as long as it's not silent,
0: even if it's not the reaction you're wanting, but at least you, there's get, some, I, you know I, what I mean. I at least I,
1: hate, I can work with it. Yeah. That's what. That's what I did in a match. I mean, Jimmy Lee. I'm he's when a cra- all the when time. when you're in the so. ring and the crowd's
0: just sitting there and you ain't hearing nothing. That's you, you, yeah, That's when yeah. you it's like oh, I gotta change something.
1: Let's go home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you have
2: a first? This would be a two-part question. Okay. Who would be your all-time dream match? Like, somebody that's, like, maybe a legend or somebody that's still, uh, you know, uh, that's still performing? Or, and who's an independent person that you haven't worked with yet that you'd really like to work with?
1: Wow. uh, Wow. Dream match? A guy that's working right now? I mean, really, it would probably be Moxley. I would love Get in there and let John Moxley kick my ass. Uh,
2: Your first death match? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, yeah,
1: I <clears throat> I would do it. Sign me up, Moxley, if you're listening. Uh, and then independent guy, that's a great question because, like you said, like that's kind of why I hit I I reached out to you guys first when I'm when I heard all these young guys on, and then like kind of like with uh, Mike King talking about all the young talent and all the young guys training and this and that, like that's, that's kind of why I was so excited and wanted to come on because I have just sit and pondered like, man, what if I could just go toe to toe with Dex Royal and just like, Mm -hmm. like what kind of match could we put together? That's, that's always what's going through my head. What, what Dex. If I can, Yeah, Dex. Uh, uh and the
2: Hey. Yeah. Jko. got uh, listening.
1: Tankman. Hey. Uh, I would love. Actually, that's probably that's probably actually who. I, that's that would probably be my number one answer. Calvin probably, Tankman. probably be Calvin Tankman. I, oh, I his match at Suzuki
2: times. was crazy. Yeah, I've seen they him went work off and on each other.
1: I, I love. Yeah, I, he's actually came to IPW a couple times and I met him a few times and he. Uh, yeah, I really like Calvin Tankman. He's, mm-hmm. uh, I, I like how he works in the ring a lot. But uh, yeah, that would probably be.
2: Yeah, you guys heard him. <laughs> Get a hold of him.
0: It'll be a, it'll be a
2: good match. I guarantee that. Have
0: you met oh yeah. uh, met any uh, talent in the business and that, that might have surprised you, like somebody you thought always thought was like a cool guy or something, and they end up being the dick or. Or you don't have to, name names, you have to name any names no 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 not even know somebody just like you th- no, no, no. you, th- you th- uh, thought uh, might have been an asshole but was actually ass- a pretty cool well pretty i mean you are into kind of with the with the dalton thing
2: yeah
1: yeah no that really that's dalton love like. if you want uh the that that little motherfucker dalton love uh that's yeah no uh he really that's honestly that would probably be the only one because i saw dalton in that in his first match with luke where they pulled luke out of the crowd and i literally thought i was like
2: that was a great match
1: yeah man i was like i cuz i knew how stuff worked so i was like okay this guy's probably not that big of a prick but he's like He's just turning that up to 11. And then Dalton is literally the exact opposite. Yeah, that's that's Dalton like love. Dalton turned up to like 50. Yeah. <laughs> I always tell I always tell Dalton in practice, I always say, man, I always look at him. If it's over quiet, I'll be like, Dalton, I love Dalton Love as the government name, Dalton Love. But that fucking wrestler Dalton Love, I fucking want to smack that dude around.
0: <laughs> it was funny because the first time he came on, uh, other guy usually is here with this mom, Cousin Steve. He didn't realize that that was his real name. Yeah. So he asked him, he goes, well, how, How'd you come up with the name Dalton Love? <laughs> and as he's saying it, I'm, I'm, already, I'm already laughing in my, in my head. <laughs> Stevie, I think, is picturing like Dude Love. Yeah. And then, you know, with
2: his, like, you know, yeah. with Dalton Love's like. And Dal- Dalton looks
1: absolutely, yeah. well,
0: it's my government name. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a, uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> I've heard Dalton say that many times. People, we'll get guys in the training center that come in and don't really know, and they'll be like, Dalton Love, that's a good name. it's come up with that. Dalton all the time. It's just my government. government you
2: know what match him. I would love to see? What's that? I would love to see Savior versus Jackson Morgan because y'all are both like crazy dudes that are okay. brawlers. Okay. That would be a hell of a match. Have you okay. seen Jackson Morgan? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I would. Hey, Jackson Morgan. If you're that'd, listening. Be a nice, that'd be a good match. Yeah, I'm down. I Listen. Uh, that's all I want. I want to put on quality matches with
2: body bag match. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I tried to, uh, IPW had a casket match the last show, and I tried, I tried so hard. I was like, man, let me come out in that. Let me just like pop out in it or something. But it was, a uh, it was made for, uh, women. So Savior was not fitting in that casket. <laughs> I seen it. I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah. The, the first show I debuted, at, I came out from under the ring. So we opened the show, and I sat under the ring for, like, an hour. And it was, like, that's what everybody was asking. me. They're, like, oh, when you debuted, like, how was it? Like, when did you realize you were, like, really a wrestler? Like, I was, like, well, I didn't really do it the right way. Like, I didn't get to come out beyond the curtain. I was literally sitting mm-hmm. under the ring hearing it all, everybody do all the promos and stuff before I'm on my phone. <laughs> like just looking up shit And then You know I roll out And it was just kind of like But that's how everything in my life Has always been It's always been trial by fire Like let's just Like always just jump in And let's go like, That's
2: how we started this We just jumped in one day yeah, And 110 boom. Yeah yep. Just keep Yeah, yeah just Head keep first and yeah, Straight yeah, into yeah, no, it yep, that's,
1: nope, that's it Yeah You
0: know we've been fortunate Got, got It hooked up with DCCW Where they, we've been like, Doing the live streaming their shows Yeah yeah, that's that's been good.
1: See, right there. And like then helping, handing all hand. the, all
2: those guys, uh, you know, that's been coming on like.
0: We're actually going to WCWO uh, this Sunday. The live, live show there. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're show. live streaming
2: WCWO. we are having oh, a uh, fundraiser
0: yeah. for having a fundraiser for uh, veterans. Oh, heroes sweet. helping heroes. Sweet. So oh, we're go, we're gonna go, We're going to that this Sunday. Going to go out, go there, and live stream it. Heck yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll check
0: that out Sunday.
1: For sure, yeah. Yeah, that WCWL. You heard him.
2: Get, uh savior's coming for y'all. We have books Jackson, Dex, uh, all you guys. Yeah, man. He's you, coming you know. to save you.
0: <laughs> He's coming to save no, and, you. And, uh, anytime you want to come on, you're more than welcome to come on, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: man. Yeah, no, I've enjoyed it. We Thank even did a thing with Dalton
0: yeah. if, if you're interested. Sometime he came over and watched the pay per view with us. Oh, so and we just did. kind of live reactions. Again. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I seen I seen a little bit of that. So, I seen I mean, his. Uh,
0: we could always do something like that. Heck yeah,
1: I'd like to. Uh, yeah, that that'd be really cool. I'd love to come on again. I see, I seen Dalton's answer of who's the greatest heel of all time. Uh, the old Vince McMahon. Yeah, he told me that one time. So I seen your guys' video where it was like, uh, Dalton Love has an interesting. And I knew it. I was like, "Oh yes," and I liked it and watched it. And I was like, "Dude, that's a i I think that's the greatest answer I've ever heard." Yeah. With that,
2: is that who you would say is? Yeah. Or do that, you have a different uh, answer?
1: It's hard to argue with that. I I can't remember who I said before Dalton had brought that up and he changed my mind. But it, it's hard, like kind of like you guys said, you don't the heel doesn't. I mean he. The heel is almost almost nothing without the face. Like, I feel like Vince McMahon was so big because Stone Cold was so was huge. So over, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was just like, and it was because everybody,
0: everybody wanted to tell their tell their boss yeah. to go fuck off. That, and, and you that, know what that was, that, I mean that, that was is a one. perfect storyline. <laughs> <laughs> even if you're not was a big wrestling fan, it's still connected with you because you're like, yeah, I like go to work and punch my boss in the fucking nose. And, and everybody everybody knew he was going to stone-cold stunner his boss. And he like, he's going to drink some beer.
2: And everybody and else beer. <laughs> like, who don't love that? Drink yeah. a few beers, Yeah, stone-cold stunner your boss. Yeah,
1: me and Dalton and Luke have had many conversations like that. Like, who we always do, like, who our goats are, like, who your personal goats are. Your, but Mount, then, Ru- your Mount Rushmore. But then who's your non-biased Mount Rushmore? Like, yeah. if you were to make one without any of your bias in it, like, who do you think is the top four to ever lace them up? Like, And that's – I don't know if we've ever came to a clear answer on it.
0: That's a hard one.
1: It always comes down to, like, flair. I was
0: going to say flair to me would have to be a
1: – Yeah, I always say flair first just because, like, if you're going to do the GOAT status, like, you got to be able to walk the walk and talk the talk. You'll be able to wrestle. you got to be able to promo the look, the charisma, the titles, the everything, like, mm-hmm. and flair I think is just automatic. I've heard a lot of people say, that, like, every a lot of people I've had this conversation with, not just Luke and Dalton, a lot of you other know, wrestling guys, they they say Taker. I was
0: going to say, Taker would have to be on there. Yeah. And, like, deep is
2: that, like, with no biases, you put Crippler in there? Put Benoit on that? Because, like, when it comes to straight technical wrestling and all that, I mean, there was yeah, hardly yeah, but, nobody better. So like,
1: there, But I think there's better than... I think I mean, that's he, better than him.
2: On the mic and things like that, like yeah. cut
1: promos. You Ma- I
0: think Shawn Michaels would have yeah. to be in there. Yeah, I'd mm-hmm. say
1: Flair and Shawn are probably like the two for sure. But then you only got two other spots, and then you can think of a million other guys that's like, damn, you ain't even mm-hmm.
3: Eddie.
1: My, Eddie, yeah, yeah. Like, that uh they say uh
2: You can make a case now for uh Brian Danielson.
1: Yeah.
0: I'll tell you somebody else. Jericho, yep, Jericho. That's what and, I was. And gonna, the main reason I say Jericho is as many a times as he's reinvented himself, he's came up with no, new ways and new gimmicks to keep fans all in, to, pop. Keep, to keep fans interested. Yeah, he,
1: Jericho has one of my favorite matches that nobody. This is a I guarantee I've never looked this up, but quote me right now. Get online and look it up right now. I guarantee it's a five star match. Jericho and The Rock, two thousand one. Vengeance for the WCW title, the first match, not the second. When he beating for the title. When he beats the rock. Go yeah. back and watch ga- I've that, never that, that seen was it. I almost want to look it up right now because I but I <laughs> guarantee like, it's a five star
0: match. Like, AEW wouldn't be where it's at right now without Chris Jericho.
1: No, 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 no. And that's the uh, I can't he car- say. He
0: carried them for that, at least the first year of it.
1: Yeah, Jericho to me is I I've always argued that that Jericho by the end of his run, he may be worthy of t- it, may be worthy to talk about him as goat status. Like, I mean, think about everywhere he's wrestled. Always say
0: Flair because Flair done it so many different places with Jericho's yeah. kind of the yeah. same way. ECW, yeah. yeah. WCW, Well, w- i w- G- when Flair, like back in the day when just the territories, yeah, he that's was able, what, he was one of the first guys that was able to go national. And, yeah, a, a guy, you know what I mean, me and the, he was one of the first guys that kind of were. Even if you weren't a wrestling fan, you knew who Ric Flair was.
1: Yeah, yeah, me and a me and a guy, his his name's Guy. Shout out, Guy. I told him <laughs> I'd shout him out on this because he's gonna watch it.
2: Guy, the guy.
1: Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> we work together. He's my supervisor, but he's a huge <laughs> wrestling fan. He comes all he comes to the shows and stuff, and uh, we always talk about wrestling. We 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 drive from job to job, and that's what we talk about. So, shout out, Guy. But he, uh, yeah, man, that's what. We talk about that stuff, and that that was a case we made for Jericho was that like he's done he w ecw wcw wwe New Japan now aew he's championed in all of them like mm-hmm. it's it's almost it, it, it's worthy of being talked about that's for sure. That is for
0: sure. Yeah. I'm wanting to go on that cruise he does, Rock and Raging Cruise he does. Oh, yeah, Who yeah. would you
2: say is the most underrated? Somebody that's kind of really almost done it all, but just didn't really don't get quite the the you know mentioned with like the ones we mentioned the and then we you know with the all time greats stuff, we didn't even mention Bruno San Martino or Andre the Giant
1: and that's what yeah you (laughs) got yeah you got all those too that uh man I don't underrated that's
0: Uh, Jerry the King Lawler
1: that's yeah the Miz. Jer- I hate to say it, it's but, hard. yeah, the business I hated to say it's hard, yeah, hate it's it. It's hard
0: to believe, <laughs> Odin. Jerry Lawler was never a champion. Never never WWE champion. Yep. Never WF champion.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, and, uh, probably Jericho is who I would say if, like, we weren't just talking about Jericho. That's Chris,
0: Benoit. Chris Benoit. Chris yeah. Benoit is underrated, but that a lot of that has to do with yeah. the, no the no shit outside go. the ring. Uh, but, like, what? your pure wrestling fans, they, a lot of them still... Like us. Hey, I'm gonna sit here and I going to say Benoit's one of the best, but you now your guys aren't hardcore wrestling fans. They they just wanna talk about the personal stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh another guy I think is is criminally underrated, which a lot of guys say this guy's is overri- overrated is Bret Hart. Like I think he should be talked about in goat status every single time you talk about a goat. Like I and that's just my that's my personal bias. I just I don't know. Uh, I think that's me being a wrestling fan because I watch what he does in the ring, and I'm just oh like, yeah, he how well, can you not?
0: Like, I I agree with you too because once he left WWF, it was it was yeah, it was never the same. He was yeah. never, able,
1: and that I think that's kind of what dragged him down. Dragged that whole kind of made it under underrated. I don't I know think if he was ever underrated, but
0: underrated guy be Cody Rhodes,
1: yeah. I do like I do love watching Cody Rhodes in the ring. That his I don't think
0: he never, especially in WWF, he never got the push that he deserved. No, never. No, I, WWE,
1: AEW, AEW, a lot of like I, I love Darby Allen. I love Hangman Adam Page. I like Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara is mm-hmm. like. See, and that's the thing too. All these guys, like, we're talking about young and talent around here. They're young. We're talking about young talent around here. We're all 20, it's, we're all 19 to 25 ish. I don't yeah. know how old Dex and them are, but it's like, I around know they're that not that age. much older. And these guys are right around that age. It's like, how? I mean, what? it's insane. I agree with Dalton. That, right? Got to yeah.
2: give you hope. And it looks like, and like that's hey. A, yeah, no. That's, I
1: agree
0: with what Dalton was saying, though, too. AEW's taking on all these wrestlers. That some people get lost in the mix cuz there's not enough yeah. there's not enough show time that is true. for them to get everybody, to get everybody in
1: yeah that's true that is true it's just uh-huh. i don't know but yeah that uh, i think it does help the independent though with like like you're saying if you got too much watered down yeah. if you water it down too much then what are you going to have uh
0: before we get out of, out of here did you have any anything you want to plug promote Oh yeah, yeah, where
3: you gonna be?
1: Uh, your next but, shows, all that. Yeah, November twenty seventh, I'll be in Bloomington. Uh, for it's actually a uh, pride festival yeah. out there in Bloomington. I think IU is gonna is help putting that on. Um, and then I want to say the thirteenth of November is the next IPW show. Savior will be uh, defending his four corner title there on the 13th of november saturday you know
0: who you're defending it?
1: no i do not yeah it's an open challenge right now mm. so uh my so I've,
2: everybody I've can get it
1: tankman yeah. is that what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> anybody and everybody can get it yeah uh yeah my new manager i've been hooked up with a new manager pastor Payne, the legendary pastor okay. Payne from old school ip dub nice. so uh we're gonna start uh wreaking havoc and uh washing the sins of all these wrestlers away on this local independent scene, especially locally here at IPW. So, yeah, we have an open challenge for that four-corner title right now. So make sure uh, you come out to the next IPW show. Follow IPW on Facebook. Follow DCCW on Facebook. Follow any local wrestling you have. Uh,
2: Where can we find you on social media?
1: uh, You can find me on Facebook at JansenBlevins, J-N-S-E-N. B-L-E-V-I-N-S, and then uh, all my links should be on my Facebook page if you have Facebook. If not, uh, I'm sure we can get some links up. Or I can put them on Facebook, or we can do whatever. But uh, that's mainly where I do all my stuff is on Facebook, so I don't really do the Instagram or the Twitter. That's just my... And do you have anything with your music coming up? Um, uh, Music-wise, right now we're going to... uh, We're actually... Going into recording season, so we actually just did our last gig out here at Elm Street Brewing Company uh, this last weekend, But because uh, it's getting cold out, but uh, I will plug Elm Street. Uh, they will have live music all throughout the winter. I don't know. I'll be playing there here in a couple months, but yeah, I'm going to start uh, doing some recording. We're going to try to get an album out. That way, I can free my uh, traveling time up for to get out here and do some wrestling to save these dudes.
2: Oh, yeah. Looking forward to seeing some see you uh save and put some old, old ass whoopings on some people. Dalton, yeah. he's he's coming to kick your ass again, Dalton.
1: <laughs> I'd love to have i I've never wrestled Dalton just one on one, so that would be cool. Oh that
2: yeah, that would be a great match. Yeah, that would be uh There you go. Yeah, we tear the open challenge. Out. I'd hey. kick
1: his ass, but hey, come c- get him on that open challenge, Dalton. <laughs> Uh, uh, thank you guys for having me on again
2: hey no I'm uh glad. we appreciate you coming on man and uh yeah everything you said about the whole wrestling scene and the fans and you can tell you got heart and you got passion you got a love for it that you know and like you said if you got all them things man it's a there's a perfect recipe for success and you know hard work you can tell you you love it man the way you speak passionately about wrestling and yeah, we wish you best of luck from GSR, GWR, like, and. Heck yeah, man. We look to uh, see you do big things
0: and uh, crush your goals, man.
1: Heck yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll be pushing GSR for sure.
0: Uh, we'll, we appreciate that. Like I said, you're welcome back anytime.
1: Heck yeah, man. Yep, appreciate you guys.